Hi, I'm Mark Anielski. I'm the author of The Economics of Happiness and my new book, An Economy of Well-Being. Welcome to my Economy of Well-Being podcast. I believe the most important aspiration in life is well-being and genuine happiness. But by happiness, I mean the original Greek definition, which literally means well-being of your soul or well-being of spirit. I also believe we have an opportunity to change the consciousness of our world by rediscovering the true meaning of words like wealth, which literally comes from the Old English, meaning the conditions of well-being. In my podcast, I am joined by some amazing guests and elders to talk about the development of a new economy based on well-being. I wrote about these ideas in my first book, The Economics of Happiness, and in my new book, An Economy of Well-Being, which explores stories and examples of how the new economy of well-being is emerging in our world. In these podcasts, you'll learn what you can do in your personal life, your business, and in your community to incorporate well-being into all decisions. I hope you enjoy these podcasts and feel more hopeful about the future. You can learn more about my book, An Economy of Well-Being, and my previous book, The Economics of Happiness, on my website, economyofwellbeing.com. That's economyofwellbeing.com. You can purchase my book on Amazon or from your favorite bookstore. I hope you have a wonderful life and day. This mock budget for Canada, called Canada's Wellbeing Budget 2020-2021, was prepared by economist Mark Anielski, published October 23rd, 2019 on LinkedIn. Mark Anielski is an economist and the author of the best-selling book, The Economics of Happiness, and his new book, The Economics of Well-Being, Practical Tools for Building Genuine Wealth and Happiness. Following the Canadian national elections on October 21, 2019, Mark Anielski prepared this fictional well-being budget speech for 2020-2021. The idea of a well-being budget for Canada is based on New Zealand's recent well-being budget 2019, which was tabled by Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern and her coalition government in May of 2019. This proposed budget speech is meant to promote an important discussion across Canada that would orient our nation's economic development compass towards well-being. Adopting a well-being-based approach to budgeting and governance like New Zealand is an idea worth pursuing to renew hope in this great country we call Canada. Now sit back and imagine that I'm the Finance Minister of Canada presenting the 2020-2021 well-being budget for Canada just like New Zealand did in May of this year. Mr. Speaker, it is my great pleasure to present the first well-being budget for Canada for 2020-2021. Over 51 years ago in 1968, Senator Robert Kennedy challenged economists to begin to measure progress according to, quote, that which makes life worthwhile, replacing measures such as the gross domestic product with new measures of well-being. It is a position of our government that we can and must begin to measure the value of taxes our citizens and businesses are paying for public sector services based on how they contribute to the well-being of all Canadians. Canada is at last responding to this challenge by Kennedy, following the lead of Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern and her new New Zealand coalition government, who in May of 2019 tabled the world's first well-being budget. This government has committed to printing the well-being of current and future generations of Canadians at the heart of everything we do. Budget 2020 shows that we are delivering on that commitment. It shows a government that is not 
satisfied with the status quo. Rather, we as elected governments have a responsibility to create the conditions that make life better. Our budget is based on the true definition of the word wealth, which comes from the Old English word meaning the conditions of well-being. The aspiration of Budget 2020 is to help create the conditions in which all Canadians can flourish in terms of their well-being. We are investing in the genuine wealth of the nation by strengthening human, social, natural and built infrastructure assets while investing wisely in risks and liabilities to our current and future well-being. Canadians are asking their governments at all levels this core question. If we have declared success because we have a relatively high rate of GDP growth, why are the things that we value going backwards, like mental well-being, too many in need of affordable housing, climate-related impacts such as flooding and more forest fires, and other negative societal trends? For too long, governments have relied almost exclusively on the use of a narrow suite of indicators of progress, such as the GDP, to measure the total amount of money being spent in an economy to guide a very complex economic system. You can't fly a Boeing 747 without only a single instrument that shows the speed of the flight. We need a more complete suite of well-being indicators as our guidance systems to measure the things that Canadians intuitively know makes life worth living. At the same time, sound business practices require the use of a complete balance sheet that reveals a true state of the assets of a company. Strangely, all levels of government in Canada operate without a complete balance sheet that reflects that state of well-being of the core assets of this country. Our people, our human assets, our culture and relationships are social assets, the state of our environment and the natural resources or natural assets, and the state of our built infrastructure, such as roads, bridges, and utilities. Our well-being budget introduces a new era in public sector accounting. For the first time in Canada's history since our founding in 1867, we will operate on the basis of a comprehensive